What's up, everyone? It is Brendan here with What Were They Thinking, here to talk to you once again about two pods a day. As we've said before, January and February, every day of those two months, uh, two pods a day is going to bring to your attention two indie podcasts that you may not have heard of uh, or been able to discover on your own. But we are bringing awareness to that for you. Well, I'm not. I, we're just part of it. I don't want to take any credit for this. This is all uh, This is all someone else's venture. Um, two pods a day. Great campaign. Part of it. Follow it. Two pods a day on Twitter. You can find it on Facebook. Fucking everywhere. Just do it. Listen to new podcasts. We're in there somewhere. We'll be there in there at some point. But uh, lots of great shows. I believe uh, at the, the time of this recording, so this might be inaccurate, but they've done about six days, so about 12 podcasts. So you're going to get 60 fucking podcasts. 60 that you've never heard of and that you should listen to. Give them a chance. Enjoy. Live your life. Anyway, um, yeah, thanks. Now enjoy following episode. Ishihiro-san, what is it, Takahashi? I've got this great idea. Uh, I uh-huh. feel that that our uh, that our ancient culture has been slighted by this new uh, boon with these ninja turtles over in America. So slighted. Every time I go out in the street, I feel more and more slighted. Right. So what I'm thinking here is that we can get these um, uh, these radioactive adolescent reptile turtles uh, with the ninjas uh, yeah. to. Uh, explore more of their ancient Japanese culture. Oh, I like it. I like it. So, Produced by Japan or America? Uh, you know, I, I think it could be a joint effort. Okay, okay. Uh, this way we get we get a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. You know, it's like it's like a combo uh, over at uh, Sapporo's uh, Fine Dining. <laughs> I, I, I love this stuff. I love it. Oh, I, I love it. it. I plots for it every single time. <laughs> so what I'm thinking here, Ishihiro, is that uh, we have these um, uh, these adolescent uh, ninja type uh, reptiles travel back in time to ancient Japan, and they won't be ninjas, uh, but more samurai. Okay, okay. So it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Shogun meets Saturday morning cartoons. That's a great idea. Can I input one thing? Oh, please! That's what these meetings are for. Okay, you you know how the other the other movie they got that Jim Henson guy, whatever his name was. Oh yes, uh, he's he with the puppet guy there with the Kermit and the thing. Yeah. Well, I figure with this one, we don't have to use that guy. He's he's expensive. We can get this other. I know this great guy. You remember Marty? Oh yes, uh, uh um, um, Marty. Uh, what was his uh, Marty? Um, oh. I can't remember what was Marty? his name. It was Marty something. Real catchy uh, name. Uh, it's uh, Skorsky. Skorsky. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't. I'm, uh, well, we'll, we'll we'll just stick with Marty. <laughs> Marty's easier. But <clears throat> you remember how he did the uh, he did the song for us for the way back, right? Uh, you know, for the what was it the uh, the garbage pail kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So what he could do is he's got this effects company. It's called All Effects, mm-hmm. and uh, they basically they do all the effects. That's a, that's a pretty and handy him, name. 
they'll do the movie for the same price, oh. so we're not saving any money. But hey, what do you know? Whatever. We'll just not use Jim Henson. Who cares? Oh well, you know, we won't have to. There'll be less branding, uh, and I'm sure that his uh, his quality of animatronic uh, puppets uh, are going to be just as uh, just as good. I'd say better. So I think if we take these animatronic puppets that with the with the adolescent reptile ninjas, turn them into samurai that time travel, uh, and then release it wide to the world, that's when the money rolls in. You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm on to pressure now. The question always comes back to me, what will it Welcome, everyone, to a new episode. Actually, the first episode of 2018. Yes, baby. First new episode All of 2018. All be forgot. There you go. Don't no, know keep going. I'm in- the rest of the words. All <laughs> acquaintance be forgot. I'm podcasting with nerds. <laughs> this is the whole episode. Just keep going. <laughs> Uh, yes, first episode of 2018, first new one, uh, what were they thinking? I am Brendan. I'm Nathan. And we have a guest in the studio today. Mm-hmm. Dame Malcolm Wallace. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> you said it didn't matter. I know, yeah, I did, that was my mistake. You thought we weren't gonna do it, and we did! No, I assumed you were. So, okay. Malcolm's kind of our, our resident Ninja Turtle expert. Yes, one word for it. Takahashi, is that you? <laughs> He's your hero, San. What are you doing here? How did we get in this? What did we get in this freaking podcast? There's just so many guests on this podcast. Oh God, this is loaded. <laughs> oh yeah. So we are talking today about uh, the movie that nearly killed a franchise. Just about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Yeah. Not Turtles in Time. Oddly enough. Uh, with the collection that I have, it actually has Turtles in Time stamped on the DVD. I think mine does too. That's crazy. Yeah. So is that that must be like a, a post VHS world decision. I guess because yeah. yeah, this was just it was just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. There was no uh, subtitle to this at all, and the reason why it gets kind of lumped in with that Turtles in Time thing was because of the video game that came out with the same name. Mm-hmm. That was Teenage Mutant Ninja um, Turtles four, wasn't it? think so i could be i want to run i want to run some numbers by you guys here just to get an idea of uh where we're at with this this franchise okay okay so the first teenage mutant ninja turtles a pretty modest budget of 13 million dollars yep at the box office it makes 202 million huge hit because it was really good yeah huge hit second one uh 25 million dollar budget so it went up quite a bit Unfortunately, the box office was only about seventy-eight points, uh, point six million. Okay, um, but it made I, double its budget back, so it's yeah. considered a hit. It, it it definitely made yeah, it made quite a bit of money. Um, quality wise, I think it's a pretty big step down from the first one. Uh it's a step down in regards to the, uh, I guess the uh, the action and the grittiness of it because if you watch that first one, it's it's very very similar to the earlier Eastman Laird. Yeah comics like it's darker 
And uh, the second one is definitely more in line with the Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, even, one of the things about so the much so one... they. Well, the second one, they barely, they didn't even use their weapons. Yeah, that was a, that was a censorship thing where they basically told them you can't use the weapons hardly at all. Yeah, that's just. Um, so those are the first two. The third one. Now I'm not saying this was a failure because the budget was 21 million, uh, box office 42 million. So it made double its budget back. It, it made double its budget, but holy shit. Though, though, that's a that's a, a, st- a climb downwards from yes. the first one. They, that is a some uh, of my money yeah. was included in that one because I paid theater <laughs> money for this. Man, it would have been twenty million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety dollars <laughs> if it wasn't if I for hadn't you. Been there, that's right. <laughs> Damn you, Nathan! And I, but... <laughs> hey, I tried to help. The, the, even my my theater money couldn't couldn't help propel this thing to another sequel. Hell, the uh, I'm the, happy for that. The cartoon itself took a sharp nosedive after this one came out too. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna say like you know we joked about the begin at the beginning about it killing the franchise, and I mean it kind of did for a long time, but it, people seemed to not realize that it it still did make quite a bit of money. Um, well, I mean, now the it's British a Ninja version- Turtles movie. I mean the friggin' thing is, uh, it's at the time it was a license to print money. Yeah. Exactly. It's our it's a proven franchise. You have to really I feel like if they had done a fourth one immediately after that one, it would have tanked hard. You have to get Joel Schumacher involved too in order to really, <laughs> really make a, a, a franchise take a nosedive. Turtle nipples? <laughs> Consider they're not mammalian, does, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Why doesn't Superman have a sewer? <laughs> I think I would pay good money to see that. Uh, I would want Joel Schumacher's Turtles. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Oof. I don't know. <laughs> Turtles and Robin. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the thing about this too, uh, in regards to the weapons, apparently in the British version, the original British censored PG version, they, they also took most of the weapons out of this movie, which makes me think, how long was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and the funny thing was with the, um... Well, with the Turtles over in England, they weren't the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They were the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Right. Yeah, because they would, they didn't want to... Uh, they wouldn't let them include the name Ninja. A, a lot of the stuff from the cartoon where they were using their weapons was heavily edited. Uh, even in uh, in North America, when the cartoon it came out, which was like you know 30, 30 years ago this past September... Yeah. Uh, the Foot Clan soldiers were made into robots, so the turtles could have something to kill without actually, you know, murdering people. <laughs> yeah, there is actually funny enough. There is some murder in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the last little thing I want to say before we jump into the movie because there's a, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Um, Corey Feldman is back in this movie. Yep, I was so uh, happy doing the voice of Donatello. <laughs> Here's the thing. Apparently, uh, he basically the studio called him and they felt bad for not asking him to come back for the second one because he was right in the midst of his issues with drugs. Um, one of the times he had issues with drugs. Just the one. And, <laughs> yeah, just one of the many times. And uh, he said, yeah, and they said, so we want you back for the third one. And he basically said, well, I want more money to come back. And they kind of backtracked and said, yeah, but, you know, you were in rehab, so we're still only going to pay you $1,500. <laughs> oh, wow. 
He made $1,500 for this movie. Now, to be fair, I mean, it is a voice role, but that seems awfully low. Uh, I don't feel that uh, Corey Feldman's star was at its zenith where he could dictate a huge uh, payday. Consider they've already proven, hey, you can be replaced. We'll just get the guy who did the voice in the second movie to come back to have better continuity. Hey, I was happy that Corey Feldman was back. I was happy too. It's good to see the guy get work, but I mean, you know what? When you get too big for your britches, you got to be taken down a peg. That's just how it is. I guess. I, I guess this was '93, so yeah, Feldman would have been pretty low down the totem pole by this point already. Yeah, he would have been doing uh, direct-to-video movies like Rock and Roll High School forever. <laughs> hey, he was no Corey Haim though. Come on, <laughs> Corey Feldman, you are no Corey Haim. <laughs> Oh, well, let's start this Turtles movie, folks. Japan, 1603. Because that's what every kid wants to see when they go to the movie theater to see the Ninja Turtles, a, a fancy historical piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before I see the Turtles dancing around do- using their weapons and stuff, I want to start off in feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so... And it, did you find it yeah. odd or interesting or intriguing whatsoever that um, a Japanese people from Feudal Japan spoke clear modern English to each other. Yeah, I didn't. I never noticed that as a kid, but now I'm just thinking, how is that even possible? <laughs> it makes no yeah. sense. This is a big thing we talk about a lot on our show, um, because a lot of the bad movies we've done, we've talked about, have some of them have at least, you know, even Pearl Harbor, the Japanese people were talking, were speaking in Japanese to each other. Yes, that's the thing. The people in this movie now, yes, they're now the the basic plot here is there's um there is an English an English dude and he wants to sell the Japanese army weapons. Mm-hmm. Now I understand if he's talking to the emperor and the emperor is speaking in English to him, but we have Japanese people <laughs> speaking in English with each other. I and <laughs> there I guess there has to be some allowances made that this is a kids movie and you don't want some mm-hmm. you know four and five year olds going to the movie uh for the ninja turtles and you know not being able to read what's going on yeah. on the screen but it's it's inexplicable though because sometimes they there's a few scenes where they are speaking in japanese and there's no subtitles and it's just meant to like be like oh no what are they actually talking about but like the logic is ridiculous because why wouldn't they just speak in Japanese the entire time? Well, there's also a, there is a, a brief explanation. It's even heard kind of off screen. Donatello starts to give the explanation yeah. as to why they'd be able to speak English. And then they cut him off. But you're like, oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you How and your fancy you book learning. Logic. <laughs> Donatello trying to introduce logic into this movie and the other <laughs> turtles shutting him up pretty much sums up this movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah, feudal Japan. Um, we don't get a lot right off the bat. Just a guy with a uh, a, dis- a gross looking scepter. <laughs> Let's just say it. It look. It, I don't know. It's it's look. It's like a shitty prop. Yes, <laughs> it's a pretty shitty prop. But it, 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 it's and... something that would have been easy to reproduce if you were making, like, say, a toy line. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Right. Wait, you're you're not saying that <laughs> things were created in this movie to make toys are you no. listen ishihiro san we can make toys with this thing <laughs> where do they come from what they... <laughs> can you lock that door <laughs> but yeah uh we don't get a lot of it but then uh we quickly go to the present because it's time to watch the turtles dance because that's again bug, another oogie, good way to start turtles. a turtles movie yes line dancing that hurt you that hurt me 
You, you start <laughs> watching off the them movie dance. watching the turtles dance with their weapons. It's ridiculous. They went, at least they got to use their weapons. This is true. What? Why not start with just like a random fight scene? Like just have them fighting, have like... them fighting some crime in New York at the time. Yeah, uh, does that make sense? Well, actually, it's 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 You're right. that is kind Not of funny bad. because they make a point. Raph makes a point. He's really pissed off that nobody knows about them or appreciates them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for them, that actually that scene would actually drive home that uh, that feeling for him even more so if he was they were stopping like you know a street gang or or a, a couple of muggers or something like that. Uh, and then to have him complain, you know, I don't know why we do this. We don't get any sort of recognition for it. That actually would have made it just a little bit better, I think. Yeah, yeah something, right? Like, <laughs> d- dancing. Dancing right off the bat. Um, <laughs> the 90s, so line it, dancing was a big thing. The first, yeah, th- and yeah, they're line dancing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the big thing is, you're gonna, people will notice right away if you watch this movie, the turtles do not look the same. No. no. Um, they look horrendous. <laughs> the, the, the spots that they put on oh, them like, yeah. and everything, is like, that's, you don't know. No, you don't need that. And they're just in certain areas of the body, too. The yeah, and the, the teeth. Oh, yeah. I could, oh. There were times I just could not get past the teeth. It, it, Wait, how about when ugh. Leonardo smiles? Yes. Yeah. That is that is nightmare fuel. Too, too I, many teeth. I couldn't focus on anything else when they were talking. All I could do was focus on the mouth and just try and figure it out. Yeah. And they got teeth of a, a Julia Roberts proportion. <laughs> <laughs> um. And like, there's so much. Like, I understand their voiceover, but there's so much ADR. In this movie that was added... You could tell it was added at the last second. Because there's some points where the mouths don't even move. Mm. Like, all the one-liners, you can tell Ugh. they just, like... Those are like, oh, this, you know... This scene is feeling a bit flat. Maybe we record, like, four lines in a row. Do a bunch of punch-up. That way everybody can get their shit in. Oh, there's so much punch-up in this movie. Like, I hope the guy who wrote all the punch-up... Deser- he deserved a screenwriting credit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the entire movie. Get him into that writer's guild. You know what? I I actually have a quick question. We sk- we kind of glazed over the Japan stuff, but okay. The emperor's name is uh, Norinaga. Uh, yeah. Is that supposed to be a play on Noriega? I don't think like, so. Yay to nah. Well, I don't. I the Noriega thing would have been like back in the the late eighties. So I yeah I know, but it feels like they just changed Noriega to Norinaga. <laughs> I don't feel this movie is that clever or witty. <laughs> well, I gave it more credit than it deserved, I guess. Yep. <laughs> but April uh, April O'Neil quickly enters the scene. Paige Turco, of course. Yes. Um, Returning in the as second April, one, but yeah. not the first. No. Yeah. Judith Hogue or Hwag or I don't know how her name is pronounced. Hwag. Hug. She was yeah. like, I remember actually. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, she. I, I remember. That was one of the things when I was a kid. I didn't feel she looked April enough. No, no, she did not at all. Which one are we talking about? Judith. The original one? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, like, honestly, she's far from the worst thing about this movie. Like, she she does fine. Actually, I, 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 when they had Paige Turco as, as April in the second movie, I was like, I, I'm okay. I was okay with that as a kid. I, yeah. I found she closer resembled April than than the first one did. I think it was a hair thing because in the first one, uh, the the lady who played uh, April had big frizzy hair, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. it 
Paige Turco's is a lot is a lot flatter and sits closer to her head, so she looked more like April than the other one did. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember the first one real well, but like I, I was glancing through it there recently because just because I really wanted to compare the turtle <laughs> the turtle costumes, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, April. It, yeah, she didn't. She didn't look like April. Like I had to actually stop and listen to but the dialogue. You are like, oh, she's supposed to be April. You okay. wanted something funny. Uh, <laughs> we're talking more about the first one than the third one at this point, but that's right. <laughs> she actually looks like April from the comic book. Yeah, because in the original comic book, April had this big frizzy hairdo. So, as a kid. She didn't look enough like April to me, but now that I'm looking back and seeing what April looked like in the original comics, she actually looked more true to what April would have looked like in the books uh, for the movie. Yeah, but the one from the second and third looks more like the April from the cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So did the cartoon come between the first two movies? No. The car- cartoon came out first. Came first. Uh, there, there was a comic book hit. They turned that into a cartoon. Cartoon came out in 87. Uh, okay. And then the first movie came out in 1990, I believe. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because the second one came out in 91. Yeah. And then this one was 93. And you want to... So, funny thing. Uh, I <laughs> The first uh, first Ninja Turtle movie, I saw it the first showing here uh, at Parkway Cinemas. Uh, the second one, I saw on the second showing, so the, the 9 o'clock show uh, for Parkway, at Parkway Cinemas. And the third one I saw on the first matinee, which would technically be the third showing yeah. at Parkway Cinemas. So I saw them at the, the <laughs> in sequence at the, in their showing time as well. Excellent. Kind of clever. Actually. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> no, I just couldn't get a friggin' ticket. My parents wouldn't let me go to the nine o'clock show for Ninja Turtles three. So <laughs> they, uh, they knew so... how bad it was going to be. <laughs> no, they, they my, to be fair, my dad probably thought the first one was going to be terrible too, because uh, you know it's a kid's thing. Now, April, uh, April O'Neil, like I said, like I said, she enters the scene, uh, the sewer, and she has uh, flea market gifts for everyone. <laughs> the best kind of gifts. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Michelangelo gets a lampshade. Well, while he was spelunking for pork rinds. You know what I thought he said? Just... I thought he said, I'm spelunking for porno. That's what I heard the first time. I had to rewind it and listen to it again. <laughs> and I was well, like, they are that teenage mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear turtles talking about that. And actually, there's something coming up later that we'll mention that also may be very uncomfortable. But... <laughs> I'm down there, June. Ugh. Oh, okay, if you're not uncomfortable by this... <laughs> But yeah, so why does April got a bunch of... think the scepter is an egg timer? Because it has an egg timer in the center of it. <laughs> she's a, I like how she just like she got them all stuff, and then she's like, nah, I guess this weird thing is for Splinter. <laughs> it's got squiggles on it. I think that's Japanese. <laughs> By the way, a completely American man doing the voice of Splinter, doing a Japanese accent. Oh, well, yeah. t- Tony Shalhoub does the voice of Splinter on the current. Ninja Turtles incarnation, I believe. Yeah. I think the only time they ever had a Japanese guy do the voice of Splinter was in that TMNT CGI movie. Yeah. They had, uh, Which is technically the fourth one after this. Yes, and yeah. is, is quite enjoyable. I did enjoy it. Yeah, they got Mako or Mako or however you pronounce his name to be the voice of Splinter. But I haven't watched any newer Turtles since Turtles Forever. The one with the three different oh the uh, crossovers yeah 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 I haven't seen anything since then the the Nickelodeon uh, series is actually pretty enjoyable very much uh, it's a nice mixture of the uh, the Fox Kids 
cartoon and the 87 series. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this stupid scepter. <laughs> this <laughs> ancient Japanese egg timer. Yeah. Also is, is uh, okay, so we should say that back in Japan, this guy Kenshin um, is the emperor's son. And basically he is uh, joining the rebellion because he doesn't like his father wanting to go to war with them. So he's, he's fighting for the other side. Uh, basically trying to reach some sort of agreement between the two parties. At the same time, the English are trying to sell the Emperor guns to use against the Rebellion. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much... I got that pretty much, right? Yeah, English. Okay. (laughs) The English, the the British, whatever they are. Um, So... Kenshin, when he's he's brooding in his his room, he's the Scott Evil of this movie. Um, He finds the, the, the scepter... And the thing is, even before it starts getting, like, into crazy town, he's by himself in the room. He's reading the Japanese writing in English out loud. Yep. Yep. After throwing a temper tantrum. (laughs) He does throw a temper tantrum. tantrum. He he clears the room of these guys that are just chilling. (laughs) They they were priests, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're just, like, sitting there. And he's like, I need to be with myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my dad is such a jerk yeah get out of my room he's, he's like the emperor's emo kid son oh, God. so this is where so he grabs the scepter he starts reading it april says like hey this egg timer thing is freaking out by the way just throw it throw it somewhere <laughs> don't hang on to it and they switch places so kenshin ends up in the sewer, and April goes to feudal Japan. Right. Okay, I didn't understand why they switched clothes. Shouldn't they have just come in the clothes that they were wearing? Well, to be... That was weird. That's the thing, like, it... it they... Donatello later posits that it's a... Uh, it's an equal displacement of mass. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that may... That's fine, okay? So, like, if it's just organic mass, and they switch. <laughs> so, he would pop into her clothes, and she would pop into his clothes... This is thrown out the window immediately because her stupid friggin' Walkman comes with her. Yeah. Inorganic yes. material. Right, right. It, like it, uh, it, guys. The time travel stuff in this movie is the some of it, it might be the stupidest time travel stuff in any movie. Like I have, I have some of the same problems with the uh, uh, with the the chaps that come that switch places with the turtles. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Yes. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they switch. And, you know, April freaks out, obviously, because she's in feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kenshin passes out because he doesn't know what's going on. And then we get a fucking hilarious line because he says, he calls them Kappa. And Michelangelo says, Kappa? Cappuccino? It makes me hyper. Ha <laughs> ha. There is so much yeah. ham-fisted comedy in this movie. That the, is the such line a where Michelangelo's like, line. "How did you get into April's pants?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even catch that one. Oh, Jesus. I caught that one. Oh, was, I caught that one when I first saw it as it a kid. It was when he was uh, he's passed out. Right after he passes right, he, out, he kind of comes to again, and Michelangelo's poking around at him. He's like, "How did you get into April's pants?" Yeah. <laughs> Can you give me any tips? Yeah, well, you know what? Like, you know, one <laughs> yeah. little story about that uh, later uh, when we're uh, yeah. we're after we've done the wrap up. <laughs> oh, well, oh, okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> Trust me, it's it's intriguing, and you, you'll want to seek this out on YouTube once I tell you I was all gonna, about it. Oh, 
You know what? That's actually one of the clips I have because I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, good. Good then. Let's yeah. We'll keep everybody else in suspense then. (laughs) Ooh, we'll save that clip for later. It's so good. Stay tuned. Um, Uh, so yeah, Donatello at this point <laughs> gives us like exposition slash historical background on the tradings be- between Japan and England, and that's why they'd be able to speak English, or he'd be able to speak right. English. Yeah. So shut up, Donatello. The turtles. <laughs> Do the turtles seem that bothered that April is stuck in Japan? Because they're still cracking jokes. Yeah, they're still having a good time. Michelangelo, Michelangelo is dancing with boxer shorts on. <laughs> Well, they've, 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 yes, they've formulated a plan that they're going to uh, equally displace their mass and travel back to feudal Japan to rescue April. Michelangelo, being the thoughtful turtle that he is, decides he's going to wear a pair, a set of shorts so that the chap who comes in his place isn't going to arrive. As he, he say, a, a butt hair naked? Is that what he I said? Something so. like that? Yeah. Bare butt naked. Bare yeah, butt naked. bare butt naked. And you can't uh, say bare ass naked. Right. So, Michelangelo's wearing shorts. None of the other turtles take him up on his offer of, you know, uh, swim trunks to Because Twitter says they don't have enough time. Yeah. Um, But when the guys show up, they're all wearing their... Like, underpants? Undergarments. Undergarments, which basically look like the the turtle's uh, chest plate and, you know, codpiece. Except for the guy who switched places with Michelangelo, who is just wearing Michelangelo's shorts. Yep. Why would his chest place chest be underneath it? Right. Yeah. Why would any of them have those chest plates though? Right. Exactly. <laughs> but it's it's a kids movie, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they could have they could have been like creative about it. You know what I mean? They could have. They weren't. They could have. They could have done like an Austin Powers type deal. <laughs> they they could have done a lot of things better for this movie. Come on. Well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> but that takes we, time we and effort. Yeah. We also neglected to mention that Casey Jones is back from the first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, played by Elias, however you pronounce his last name. Coteas? Sure. <laughs> He's on um, Chicago PD now, and uh, it was weird to see him with all that hair, and my wife didn't believe me that that yeah. was him. He's baller now. Yeah. He is bald. Complete bald, yeah. Yep. His scene is banana. Like, when he arrives, his scene is bananas because. When he's re- he's talking to the turtles, he's on screen by himself. You could tell there's no one else in the room when he's acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, he is literally playing to the camera and no one else. <laughs> but he he's upset because he wants to bust some skulls, and they're like, "No, Casey, we know we just brought a, a sort of a fan favorite from the first one back to the franchise, but you're gonna stay here and make hockey jokes." Don't worry, though. We've got a a, a a British nowhere's near kick-ass version of you to use in feudal Japan. <laughs> well, my question is: Is he British? Is he Australian? Is he American? Because he goes through is about he five yard? accents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he. Oh well, when he becomes this other character, we might as well say this right now. He barely his lines are so short, and I think it's because he was not able to maintain the same accent. I guarantee yeah. you that. Because as Casey Jones, fine. Elias Koteas, I'm I'm down with it. As any, as Japan Jones, <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, just no. No, he's terrible. So, um, all right. So back to Japan. Let's go back to Japan. And talk about April uh, at the, in the presence of Emperor Norinaga because they break her Walkman because it played uh, Gloria Stefan and Miami Sound Machine. Which, you know, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I sympathize. Um, 
and uh, she. Well, here I'm gonna actually do so that we don't usually do this uh, too often, but I've got a I've got a little clip here to play. Okay. <clears throat> so this is um, this is right after. Uh, this is shortly after they break her Walkman, and uh, this guy Walker, who is the English man Texas who's Ranger? trying to sell him the guns. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, Walker, Texas Ranger, um, who's trying to sell them the guns. He comes in in the midst of it and uh, kind of talks it over with April and uh, Norinaga. So let's just play this clip here. It's about a minute long, and uh, we'll talk about it after. There's some there's some things to say. Daimyo and his court believe that you're a witch who has somehow managed to spirit away his son. Is this true? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I am a witch. See that? I shrunk four incredibly cool guys, and I locked him in there. Really? your son then you can roast her toast her chop her into tiny little pieces and feed her to the birds no i want her to suffer so there you go all right she's gonna um, turn him into puke <laughs> first thing i want to say is uh first thing i want to say is like walker being like <laughs> that weird reaction thing where she says i'm gonna uh i'm gonna turn you into a puddle of puke or whatever and he just like has this weird thing uh, done <laughs> like what was that Tourette's I, I tried turning the subtitles out of rewinding that and I still am not confident what he said <laughs> and then he says we're gonna you, you can roast her toast, toast her, her yeah. cut her into a million pieces feed her to the birds feed her to the birds and he says no I want her to suffer <laughs> what the fuck is that then yeah Apparently that's nothing in uh, ancient Japan. Yeah, roasting someone alive is apparently not enough suffering. Well, no, because then you got to toast them after you roast them. So that's right. She, she, I think it's just too much work for them. See, I didn't say I, you'd want to toast them before you roast them. Because you <laughs> think so. <laughs> yes. My favorite you part of that whole correct. scene, though, is still ruffles. <laughs> ruffles. He is dressed like a musketeer. Yeah. Oh, I will also say, though, as weird as that, like, done thing was, I genuinely think Stuart Wilson is pretty good in this movie. <laughs> the I'm, I'm trying my hardest to save this thing yeah. award goes he is. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he's he's there to play. <laughs> he knows exactly what this thing is. Um, all right, well, turtles, let's get these turtles over to Japan, guys. Into Shogun? Into Shogun. Because it's actually time to that. riff some more. <laughs> yes. He'd, oh, yeah. It's time to riff. Um, yeah. Man. So, <laughs> April also gets thrown into a prison at this point. Uh-huh. Um, gets thrown into a cage. Uh, th- this guy, Niles, uh, who we'll talk about later, of course, with the little wet willy thing. Um I know I get it that there is such a thing as a Tweety Bird, but it sounded like he was making an actual Tweety Bird reference. 
Okay. In 1600s Japan. Like the character Tweety Bird. Oh, okay. What reference is that? I missed it. Well, he just... Well, I mean, he simply says, like, he throws her into the cage and he's like, My little Tweety Bird! And it just... I don't know. To me, it just sounded like... You know what? Warner Brothers existed in feudal Japan. Oh. Again, I don't think they're that clever. I don't... Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, he could have I mean, said, is. you know, if, he, if you had said that he was like, oh, I, I you know, I, I, I thought I thought a prisoner or something. I don't know. <laughs> then I'd, I'd give you some credit just to them making a reference to it. But uh, I think you're reaching here. Well, it could even really? just be because the guy has an obsession with birds, like his mm. boss. Could yeah. Just be. yeah, that's a thing that kind of gets touched on, but not really. Not like, until it the end. It doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't really amount to much except, you know, it kind of... Anyway, we'll get to that, but yeah. yeah. (laughs) (sighs) So, guys, help me out with something here. Okay. Because she's in the the cell or whatever, the little cage. Mm -hmm. She sees uh, Japan Jones, Mm -hmm. and she says, Casey? And then it's never brought up again. Well, so yeah. is he actually supposed to be a descendant of Casey Jones? I I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That's a big question. Because yeah, he me. he looks at her when she yeah. says it, and then just starts looking around. There's yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And we and don't get anything in the future where Casey's like, "Oh, you know, my ancient ancestors uh, traveled to Japan there." Yeah. <laughs> and he was kind of a prick, and he didn't know who he was. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then she looks at a rat and she's like, "Huh, I know where you came from." Oh, you know, Cut you look to familiar splinter. too. Yeah, you look yeah. familiar yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> there's a line. There's a line before they go to Japan where Splinter says, "We have no time for this scientific debate." <laughs> like, wouldn't that be important <laughs> to kind of establish? I think that was, wasn't that the point where to a rat with the, with the with the shorts. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, no. Shorts yeah. apparently are a scientific debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Quip City population this movie now. Oh my in god. Japan. Yes. Uh, I think I swallowed a frog. Hope it wasn't an ancestor. Whoa, whoa. Oh my yeah. god, we're in Shogun. Oh, I must just... admit, the graphics for them going with the lightning and all that, that was probably the best of the movie. Yeah, the uh, the, the, the Terminator time travel stuff was, was pretty good. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, and guys, my other thing here is uh, Michelangelo, he's the only one that ends up going, like, backwards on his horse, like, when he lands in Japan. Right. Yeah. And he is Which just riffing. The, the, uh, the guy who was transported in his place was riding his horse backwards. Yeah. it ha- He had to have been. Yeah. <laughs> and he is just riffing to no one in particular. Like no one is uh, is his audience. I feel this like, is, yeah. I think Michelangelo missed his concerted dosage that morning. <laughs> this this is the this is the only other clip I want to play because it's it's a short one. But it's just keep in mind no one is listening to him right now. Yeah. This is just Michelangelo. Okay. <laughs> Like, no one's listening to what him. What did he see it on? Bantha? Uh, maybe he just likes talking to himself. 
Which doesn't surprise me, no one, like, that character. Well, you know, when we when he was trying on the shorts, we did uh, happen upon him uh, dancing and, and singing Hawaiian. Pretty much. When no one else was watching. By himself. Yeah. <laughs> By himself. It's just such a... Anytime in a movie someone is just making jokes with no one around, it just seems... It's so stupid because you're clearly doing it for the movie. It, it, like, the, the movie audience, which... Again, makes no sense in terms of the actual movie. In uh, terms of the actual story, you know Come what I on, mean. They don't know they're in a movie. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> also, the uh, the shot of uh, uh, the the ancient Japanese kingdom. How many times did they use that shot in this movie? I think five. You mean that's st- that still picture? Yes. I think it was five. <laughs> oh my god! I have a note here. We paid for this. We're gonna use it. Ishihiro, we got a picture. We got to pad this film out. Get a picture and show it a bunch of times. (laughs) Damn it, how do they keep getting in here? (laughs) So, yeah, the turtles get separated. Michelangelo uh, gets knocked out by one of the rebels. Mm -hmm. We find out later is Mitsu. Which is the name Um, of a, a Quebecois singer in Canada. Yeah, it's played by the same person. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't put it past this movie. Hey, well, Mitsu was kind of foxy there. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, no, but I'm saying, like, getting I mean, someone who's singer. not Japanese to play a Japanese person. <laughs> hey, work for Ghost on the Shell. Wait, now, you said there was a thing about how he said, um, how one of the turtles said, uh, I hope I did, I think I swallowed a toad. I hope it wasn't an ancestor, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Is not one an amphibian and one a reptile? Yes. Okay. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> it's a kids oh, movie. Oh, so many pop culture. It's a kids movie. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's still dumb. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> so many stupid pop culture jokes in this movie, and it's it's so funny because they are incredibly dated now. <laughs> okay, and one thing that really bothers me about this, when they start making these jokes in Japan... The Japanese people just smile like they know what the hell they're talking about. Mm. When they would have yeah. no clue of any of the references. Uh, Howard Stern, good joke, reptile son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lifestyles of the rich and dangerous. Oh, I think that was the most dated one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, Mike. Yeah, Mikey gets knocked out by like the the rebels because they don't. They're, they're like it's a giant. Uh, well, at first they think it's just one of the samurai. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, okay, don't worry, guys. It's just a giant mutated turtle. Um, and the rest of the turtles are trying to bust April out of prison. <clears throat> Another great line here I wrote down. Uh, the emperor says something along the lines of, secrets leak like a stink from a dead pig. <laughs> and uh, then that Walker old says, Japanese proverb. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and then Walker follows up with, you have a way with words, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So let's talk about the prison scene. Oh, not Oz? Okay. No, no, not Oz. I was about to sing the wrong song. I was about to say, got myself again. And that's some... Good Lord. Yeah. Oh, same you really need to brush up on your gritty HBO dramas. I know. I've watched all of Oz, uh, funny enough. I'm not done The Sopranos, though. Yeah. So yeah, the prison scene. Um, I love how the turtles, their Japanese is just car brand names. 
Yeah. Oh my god, the amount of inappropriate Asian jokes in this movie. Wow, you guys do have a good educational system, huh? Yeah. Uh, Kawasaki Toyota? How about sayonara? Adios, ciao. So bad. Uh, You remember when uh, (laughs) Mark used to make those jokes? Yeah. When he was, uh, oh, what the hell? Sonny? No, not when he was Sonny Warcloud, when he was... Oh, Suzaki Tanaki. Suzaki Tanaki. Yeah. Just uh, going to clarify here before anybody's like, what the <laughs> yeah, hell are yeah. you talking about? Everybody right now just went, what? <laughs> Way back in our professional wrestling days when uh, we had this chap, uh, he played a character named Susaki Tanaki. He's a white guy who lived in Barnesville, but he played a character named Susaki Tanaki. And when he came out to speak Japanese, all he said were things like, oh, Mitsubishi Nintendo Honda. Yep. So we're all you guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. You know what, though? What? Still more sensitive than this movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, tough call. I, it's a really tough it's call. A tough call. Oh, yes. I just have a lot of lot things here where it just says there's a lot of quipping. There's so much quipping. Why is there so much quipping? Because <laughs> they, they they bust in the prison. Uh, they give Niles a wet willy. Fantastic. Yep. Um, he says wet whatum. <laughs> I think. And yeah. why, watch and the hands on the left side of the screen that like don't even go near his ear the first time oh I didn't oh, notice it that. like misses the ear and then he goes back into it <laughs> okay give me 20 minutes i'm gonna watch that right now <laughs> um yeah and the the big guy guarding them they make like five fat jokes in a row yeah mm-hmm. um he locks himself in his cage like you can tell it's just so last minute because it's all they're they're off screen for every one of these lines the I'll be back and one is the most egregious ADR. Oh my god, Raphael! Anyways, he does not move his mouth. Mm. It's like it's almost like they went to an Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard before <laughs> they existed and just inserted the clip. And the thing that bothered me the most about the guard though is he started lifting himself in the cage. Yeah, mm-hmm. like why? Well, he's terrified of these kappa. Yeah, but the, how's that going to save them, though? Yeah, he's going to be higher to their, like, eye level if he lifts himself. Well, he's in a cage. <laughs> he's trying to get away, I guess. We just wanted to show Most his of... mad upper body skills. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, maybe. Most of the Japanese... Here's another thing. In these Turtles movies, do you ever once feel like the Turtles are in any sort of peril from these villains? No. Not really, no. They're kicking their asses all over the place. Yeah. Um, at least in the in the first two... It looked like that, you know, the villains stood a chance at times. Well, Raphael gets beaten into a coma in the first one. Oh, see, I definitely don't remember that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's like that's the impetus of them to leave the city when they're staying at April's first after Splinter gets kidnapped in the first movie. Yep. They go to live with April, uh, so they can regroup and figure out what they're gonna do. Raphael gets into a fight with Leonardo, goes up onto the rooftop, and then gets into this a big fight with all these foot soldiers who. Just beat the hell out of him, and then throw him through a skylight. No. Yeah, you know what? I don't think I've even seen the first movie. Oh, oh my, do yourself a favor. Yeah, watch that. But, well, I have it now. Like, I, I've got it, I've got it now, but I, like, because I wanted to look at it, and nothing looks familiar, so maybe I haven't seen it. Do yourself a favor. It's fantastic. But as for going um, back to the peril thing, about yeah. 40 guards came in to the dungeon, and 
Mm-hmm. Nothing. You're expecting maybe the Adams family? Yeah, yeah. Oh. and then they just oh, no, destroy that's... them all. Yeah. Yeah. See you next fall. Whoa, watch your head. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so many one-liners. Oh. It's just the, in that the... one fight. But in, 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 in all fairness, though, in the first movie, there, there are... There are a fair bit of one-liners during the fights and stuff like that, but it's not to the degree that it is in this movie. No, not at all. Oh, no, like you said, the guy who did the punch-ups did most of the script. Yeah, he had had to. That that is most of the movie. (laughs) So, um, okay, Nathan or Malcolm. Maybe maybe one of you guys want to talk about the the really disturbing moment here coming up. So the turtles in April they make it out. They're they're ba- they're out in the in the uh, they've escaped. Yep, they're in the the, yeah. the wilds of Japan. Oh, is this? Yeah, April's cutting the is length of what? her skirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go right ahead. She shortens <laughs> her skirt and they, she's like, "What? Uh, I'm on vacation." They're like, "It's okay." Swing. Yeah. So they're talking about their turtle boners. Yes, they, April gave them a <laughs> turtle April. boner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A human. I'm pretty. Which I'm pretty not... sure there are some comics online that regard this. There's, it's not the first time uh, the idea of an interspecies relationship has been broached by the Ninja Turtles no. in April. It's usually uh, Mikey, though, isn't it? Usually, it's yes. Ninety percent yeah. Mikey. Yeah. P.S. More to come on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that, that was the first, that was one of the most disturbing parts, I thought. We also find out that Raphael is a big nature buff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, loves it. like, oh no my god, hands. I love this fresh air and the... the water, you, can, you don't see anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wants to migrate because he has a beak. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's not a smart man, or no. a smart turtle, I guess. None of them are. Well, come on, they're no. only teenagers, what do you expect? This is true, you know. Um, so the rebels now attack because they think the turtles are, uh, part of the, um, Imperial, Imperial army, I guess. Well, they are wearing the, yeah, yeah. they're wearing the Japanese, the guard outfits, which I'm sorry. I know they have helmets on, but you could tell there's no human faces underneath that. (laughs) (laughs) They, (laughs) they should be like looking at that and be like, hold the phone guys. What is that? Okay. (laughs) So they, they come and attack, and I don't understand this. April okay. stuck to a tree with one arrow. Yes. And that's it. She yes. just stands there and does nothing. Nope. No, until Japan Jones saves her. Exactly. Like she, I think she yeah. looks at the arrow and then looks back up at the camera. I mean, she doesn't want to rip her costume. That's not hers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, she's already cut enough of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's so so poor Kenshin's going to go back with, like, booty shorts when he gets back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but we'll talk, gonna, we'll talk about that at the it's, end. It's going to kick off the fashion craze that defined feudal Japan. <laughs> also, are we not even concerned about messing with the space-time continuum in not this Not at movie? all. Nope. Not in this. Nope. And because in fact, people... just because the idea... Like, we've kind of glazed over this. Uh, there was a, a prophecy... That's why they think these turtles are, oh. are Kappa. Oh, the demons, But the yeah. demons, they all they look like turtles. They look okay. like the Ninja Turtles. So this pauses the idea. Had this movie not been such a dumpster fire uh, with, with its reception, we could have possibly gotten a sequel where they went even further back in time. Yeah. That Okay, that part I do not understand. Because see, Norinaga says, 
my ancestors were killed by these demons. And not yeah. only do they look like the turtles, they have the same goddamn bandanas. Same bandana, same elbow pads, knee pads, everything. Well, no, they didn't have bandanas. On. No, they had the they oh, had they the did. elbow pads and knee pads for sure. Yeah, I, know, but, I saw but that. In, in the parchment. None of them have the uh, the headbands off. Oh, okay, it's just the the turtle face. Yeah, I remember the headbands, but even then, <laughs> even <laughs> without like, that, they still look yeah. exactly like the turtles. They are the friggin' turtles, and it's like, what? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Yeah, what is can, this movie trying to posit? <laughs> they could have easily made a fourth one and could have actually named it Turtles in Time or Turtles in Time Where they too. just wipe out Noronaga's ancestor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you see, that's the thing. They were, he said they were defeated, not killed, defeated. So, I mean, yeah. you can be defeated without being killed. Yeah. Uh, just, it's, it's not as it, fun, that, though. That, that part is really strange. And, and also later when they see the scrolls, like when the turtles see them, they're just like, hey, look, guys, it's us. Cool. Okay, back to the movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Nothing. That's it. We're done touching on that. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing. So, okay. The rebels uh, realize they're just giant mutant turtles, so, I mean, we're fine now. They're but not the know, Imperial wait, Army. What's that line? What's it? Oh, when he throws the... Uh, and stops No, 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 lady. That's not yes, nice. That. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He just, and she understands. She just sits there and goes, oh. And then well, yeah, because and, and even at, <laughs> at first she's speaking Japanese to her uh, cohorts. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, she's going to, nope, perfectly plain English. Perfectly plain English. Yeah, for being <laughs> 1600 in Japan, their English is better than most oh. of the people I know around here. Well, you know, it's because they were trading with the English at the time. Yes. That they were at, that, <laughs> That's how they got the perfect English. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it only and, takes a couple days, guys, and then you can nail it. Yeah, <laughs> Mikey posits the idea that um, uh, what the hell is this? Uh, the Musketeer guy looks like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he yeah, does not uh, look like Clint Eastwood at not all, not in the least. No. And actually, there's like two or three different references to that about him. Yeah, from different turtles. Yep, because Raphael yeah. says one as well. So this is where, yeah, so this scene you were talking about, so Mikey is in the village, because they've kind of, the, the rebels have knocked him out, and they took him to the village, and he, he recovers just as Walker's coming in, invading uh, with his men to, like, you know, capture, kill, whatever. And burn um, and destroy. And, well, no, yeah, they didn't want to kill anyone. He just said, fire above their heads. So yeah, it's basically like them. a Vietnam era, <laughs> like, <laughs> war crime. Until they decide to start lighting the place on fire. Yeah. So then, okay, so the thing here is that um, the other turtles realize that Mikey's down there, so they come in for the save, but their method of saving him is very <laughs> haphazard. Yeah. So they come up behind Niles, uh, the, the wet willy fella, yep. and they give him a wet willy, and he just so happens to raise his gun and shoot it and knock Walker's hat off, thankfully ending uh, Walker's... Uh, holding the gun on Mikey, like it was a very, a very like coincidental string of events. Yes. <laughs> and then, and then Mikey's like, "Great timing, dudes." Yeah. Uh, doesn't it? Doesn't Michelangelo save a kid from a uh, fire here? And I think they make he a does, and then backdraft brings him reference. Back. Yeah. Well, he makes he he makes a backdraft joke, which he says, "Kurt Russell, eat your heart out." Yep. And then Leo, Leo, with April standing right there, does CPR on a human child. With the mouth not even touching. Would it not make more sense for April to yep. be the one performing CPR on this child? It, but here's I do point. have to take... Go ahead. Sorry. 
I was just going to say, I do have to take Mitsu to task here, though, because she's been on board with the turtles the whole time, and when they when he's about to perform CPR, she's like, no, he's going to cast an evil spell! Yep. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. Mikey goes into the house to save the kid. Leo gives him CPR, but yet somehow he's drawn to Raphael. Yep. <laughs> the only yeah. one that has nothing to do with him is well, Donatello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's because Corey Feldman was like, pass. <laughs> Uh, imagine if Corey Femmel was actually in the suit. He's like six <laughs> inches shorter than all the other turtles. <laughs> oh, that would have been fantastic. No, they probably would have put Corey Haim in the suit so they don't had to see him. <laughs> Is there now? Did they make a Lone Ranger joke? Did they? I think, I think so. they did. Yeah, they play the music During when the they're horsey? all riding horses. Yeah, so they're doing their horsey training. And then Donatello is like, you know, sometimes I hate that guy. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> Leo's like, I got it. And he's like riding around doing trick riding Standing and stuff up like on that. It and yeah. That would have been like, really it, hard. Yeah. In that suit in that to turtle stand getup? on a horse. Absolutely. <laughs> there had to be wires. Had to be. It really speaks to this movie, though, because Donatello, like, the line is, sometimes I hate that guy. And you'd think that'd be enough, but then he has to go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this isn't driving like, home. That's that's the joke, guys. Now's the laughter part. Yeah. Hey, guess what we get to do now? Go back to modern day New York. Oh, fun. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> when Casey Jones tells them to try a little herbal. Because I wasn't thinking tea in that scene. I was not thinking tea when Casey Jones says that. I actually, the what I really took away from this scene was that hockey brings people together. <laughs> That's and then fair. Beat the hell out of each other well, in a fun yeah. hockey kind of way. Yeah. yeah. What I took away from this scene was that there you can get really good TV reception in the sewer. <laughs> well, as long as you have one of those really old small ones, you're yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. We're not okay, even in the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so basically what we're what we're saying here is that Casey Jones gets all these uh these samurai that are in the turtles have taken the turtles place in uh, New York to watch hockey. Mm-hmm. And they are enthralled. Yeah, the samurais are ready to like make some ruckus and start beating up Casey Jones You're like, "Oh, what's this?" Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. all all five of them just staring at it trying to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that sounded really um, bad out loud. Well, <laughs> well you know. Um, it's not the worst this thing we've on this podcast. <laughs> it's all far from it. The um, Now, this is where the, the costumes really start to be... I think this is where they're really the most noticeable, possibly, is when Ra- Raphael has this scene with Yoshi. When he's oh, like, fuck again. He-Man object lesson moment? <laughs> I was almost yeah. expecting Orko to deliver this. You really got to get a handle on your temper. You see? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Raphael's basically trying to get Yoshi to control his temper. And the whole time he's doing this weird smiling and it's just so unsettling. Yes. Oh, my favorite part is, did I just say that? Yeah. Uh, it is quite uh, it was quite out of character for Raphael oh to tell someone, yeah. you need to calm down and watch your temper. I th- I get the movie was going for that, like, oh, isn't it ironic that Raphael is telling someone to control his temper? And it's like, no, shut up, movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we we should also talk about there is also a constant struggle in this movie with Walker trying to uh, sell the weapons to uh, the Emperor because he's hesitant about it mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. But then when Walker eventually sees the turtles, which we talked about earlier in the Clint Eastwood uh, bit, um, uh, he's more willing to do it because they are like, you know, he says, oh, they killed my ancestors or they defeated my ancestors. Um, guns for gold. And he eventually uh, signs off on it and they're going to sell them some guns because that's an exciting subplot in this <laughs> turtles movie. Which, I don't know, man. Like, it's 1603. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that that uh, black powder has been weaponized long before this, and I, I'm pretty sure it was the uh, Eastern cultures that that did it. Apparently, if you apparently are positing, if you are positing to me that the writers of Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles three did not do their research, then I I challenge that. I challenge it. <laughs> uh, you know Son what? of a the, snapper! The, you know what? Walker so, apparently did. Uh, uh, did develop or was ahead of his time on? He has an adult coloring book. <laughs> did you see that where he was painting the pictures of the bird? It was just like just right in the line. It was a yeah. It was Real? like it was a flower because then it, oh yeah, it was a flower. Then he picked yeah. up the flower, started ripping the petals off, and threw it. Yeah, he's like painting. It's it weird that he was mistakenly. Isn't it weird that he was coloring a flower and not a bird? Yeah. Yes, considering his obsession with his... birds. Yeah, which, which again, it's once. weird. Like it's it's touched upon, but then it's like forgotten. Like and then for it a nearly kills him. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, kind of does. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to like I don't want to uh, jump to conclusions, but I think this screenplay was poorly written. <laughs> you don't say. I'm, I'm, was it I'm this, not sold on that, or yet. was it the zany hockey fight between the? Uh, oh my god. The Shogun, which are in modern day New York, because when Casey tries to say, hey, let's try some hockey, and they just start beating the crap out of each other. If, if you watch the guy in the back, he almost picks him up like a body slam, and then puts him down. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I think Kenshin is, like, the only smart one. Yeah. Like, think, he's the one that doesn't do I, any of that. Like, that's what they're driving at, because, like, they're supposed to be, like, meathead yeah. soldiers, and he's supposed to be the enlightened prince, or, was it? Heir apparent, I guess, would be because emperors don't have princes. Yeah, because he just shows a splinter and calls him sensei. Yeah, (laughs) he calls him sensei for some reason. Yeah, and does Splinter have time traveling Spidey sense? Oh my god, that's I have exactly that note. Splinter can hear across time. (laughs) Because like I forget what happens, but he says something bad. Like oh, and then forget uh, what it was. Then he goes along with it. It's like I sense it too. Yeah. It's like it's almost like he's lying though. It's like one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, totally, yep. Yeah, I, I feel got, it. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> I think you. I, 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 I think Kenshin <laughs> just wanted to belong. <laughs> I, I totally, totally got the force too, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yoda. Uh, <laughs> because back in the town, back in the in the rebel home base, Raphael's flying kites. That, uh, <laughs> Give, it was a touching kites. yo-yo moment. <laughs> Raphael makes Yoshi a yo-yo. Yep. Um, we also find out that uh, Don- Donatello basically constructs a new uh, scepter. <laughs> yeah. Or he gets uh, someone else to do it. Sorry. Uh, but he comes I, up I with the plan. Yeah. I will like, say I, I got together. one one genuine laugh in this in this scene here um, is when he says, uh, April says, like, are you, you really going to construct a new scepter? And he's like, no, of course not. 
That guy is. He's good with his hands. He's just banging metal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got a, a little a little giggle off that one. And then Mikey makes pizza and uses it as a frisbee. <laughs> and hits uh, Donatello and the Japanese fella. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have a note there. That I actually call it yuck, yuck pizza. <laughs> because it was a real Three Stooges type moment. <laughs> oh, when he bites it and goes, yeah. And tosses it. Dun, dun. <laughs> and guys, that is like... <laughs> less stereotypical than what he actually says in the movie yeah it is that's the sad part <laughs> oh yeah so well here here's so um the guy that uh japan jones inexplicably turns on everyone at this point yeah. well not inexplicably i mean it is it it is a like a turncoat moment but we find out uh a little bit later and not to run ahead but i mean we kind of have to that uh walker has paid him to to lie to yeah. cheat and steal but the, the only the only, only the only note i have right now for that is go. japanese casey joan is an asshole he, he, well i my i don't really understand his character in general <laughs> yeah it, it flip-flops yeah like he he does that and then of course later we'll get the thing where he turns again but it's like i don't understand what his motivation was in the first place because he he turns on them he kidnaps mitsu um and wants the scepter back because yoshi spoiler alert was hiding the scepter the whole time mm-hmm. little brat um Which, it's because funny cause when he gives when they give raf the the scepter they're like oh check it out and they're just passing it around they just broke the other one the new one that they constructed just broke it a few moments ago and now they're just tossing this thing around like it's not gonna break yeah yeah it's uh more sturdy because it's ancient mm. sturdier also when they also when they break sturdier. the first one nah. when they, when they break the first one it sounds like they drop it down a well that's like indoors yeah and it yeah. just drops for like 15 feet <laughs> that's a really unsafe thing to I have in the house. bathroom <laughs> that's why they weren't going to get it <laughs> they live in a sewer no one's gonna reach down come on turtles <laughs> well come on when they when they broke out of the <laughs> they live in the sewer they don't live in sewage yeah because when they broke out yeah, of the jail I'm they sure fell into the it. sewage and actually in this one they don't even live in the sewer because they they live in an old abandoned uh oh uh train. subway tunnel or yeah. station yeah but um, but yeah. So Japan Jones takes Mitsu. He takes the scepter. Goes back to Walker. Um. Then, uh, okay. Weird. Weirdly, April just shows up to confront them. And tells Walker not to trust Japan Jones. I'm like, what? And that's like, where he says, think... "I know. I've paid him to lie, to cheat, and steal." But wasn't that weird? Like, why would April willingly go there by herself? Well, it was a distraction, so the turtles could climb up the wall. Right, and they could have their sewer trap. <laughs> See, I didn't, like, think they really spelled that out very well. <laughs> he can scum like... a bad name. I was like, eh, good, that's a good line. Good line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny you mention all these, uh, these modern jokes that the turtles keep making. Uh, they make this joke about the emperor... Someone calls him a Wayne Newton looking dude. And I was like, he does look like Wayne Newton. <laughs> also, even a, a Wayne Newton joke, even in 1993, horribly outdated. I don't know. He was in Fort Fairlane. That came out in like 1990. Yeah, he, he was still semi-relevant, but not really. He was on that line. Yeah. Wayne Newton, Las Vegas comedian. <laughs> I'm going to argue that was that was outdated in 1993. <laughs> 
You can argue it. I'm not going to accept your argument, but you can argue it. Yeah. Well, that's fine because I have a note that says self wet willy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we'll, we'll get to that. So, <laughs> um, the turtles now are going after, like, like we said, they're going after to try to uh, get Mitsu back and the scepter because obviously they want to go back to their time period. Yeah, a pretty big fight scene, and this is like actually one of the, I, I, in my opinion, anyways, one of the better parts of the movie. The fight choreography, choreography that happens in this, the preceding scenes, is actually quite good considering the amount of movement these guys have to put on wearing those big bulky turtle suits they even get like that high foot in there yeah. which looked really sharp and even in the previous fights they were also slow yeah all the fights like it was bold they were bulky moving yeah. and stuff like that this one is very very fluid are we talking about the one in the uh like the climactic fight here yes okay yeah um and because leonardo then has his duel with uh norinaga Oh my god, I have got a fantastic story about this. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, go on. So, oh, I'm intrigued now. He's only during this sword duel with Norinaga, he's uh Norinaga's got one sword, Leo's got one sword. They're, you know, battling. And I told you I saw this at a matinee when I originally saw it in theaters. So, you've got to understand that a good portion of the crowd are all little kids. Right, because it's like three in the afternoon. Parents are, are taking their kids that because their kids not going to be able to stay up past eight o'clock to see a Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. While this is happening, there is this little kid behind me losing his mind, <laughs> yelling at the screen for Leonardo to use his other sword. <laughs> <laughs> use your other sword, Leo! Come on, it's right there. Oh my. God. <laughs> well, he does eventually. Eventually, yeah. But this kid was like, he just yelling <laughs> at the screen. I'm like, I didn't think this really happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, like well, he, um, he. It looks like he's gonna cut his head off. Yes, <laughs> he merely cuts his little uh, ponytail. It cuts a piece of his hair. Oh, yeah. yeah, or the the, the sneech. Chris Jericho thing, yeah. What did you call it? Wow, the, the wrestling reference? Yeah, Sneech. I already made the wrestling reference. We got that one in earlier when I said she oh, was I know. I'm turn just... him into puke. No, I'm saying they're coming in Fast and Furious. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I just have a note here that says the turtles are kind of doing stereotypical Japanese yelling types screaming. <laughs> I also swear to... I swear I heard like a Japanese version of like the Wilhelm scream at one point. That's a possibility. Oh, yeah. It was like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that, that was just it. Happened. That didn't sound Japanese at all. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm not going to do the real one because it's more offensive. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So the big battle scene, uh, and uh, and uh, so sorry, I got distracted for a second. <clears throat> the big battle scene, yes. Uh -huh. So the Norinaga fight, and then Leonardo drops a bell on him, which somehow doesn't kill him. Right. <laughs> and then or they make like, him deaf or anything. He was just tiny enough so that he could fit in the hole yep. of the bell. And the how did? Yeah. Yeah. He he perfectly. Like, if anything, Donatello should be doing that scene because he know he knows more about like mathematics than science. Yeah. 
the equations to get it right so it doesn't kill him. But no, yeah. Donatello just whacks it with his cane. And, and again, <laughs> we, we really need to pause the idea that they did not give a shit about the <laughs> space-time continuum no. at all. No, no, because, because they people are getting killed left, right, and center in this fight. Technically, they're not being. Oh, yeah, they... No, there's a couple people that get killed. A couple that die, but not a lot. A lot of them just get knocked the hell out. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, they 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 do call him Don King. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's after which the, again. Uh, the cannon. Yeah, that's later. But I mean, th- that is another example of a joke that was clearly added after. Yeah, no, wa- no. Walker was was going to shoot them with a, uh, uh, with a cannon. Yeah. Then... Well, let's talk about let's talk about this scene here. Okay. <laughs> this this cannon scene. Go ahead. Well, Walker was going to shoot them with the with the cannon, uh, be- to prove that uh, they weren't demons that well, the the bullets would not yeah, bounce that, off. That's them. because. That's because, yeah, he told them you can kill us with your regular weapons. He goes, okay, right. here, I'll pull out this freaking giant cannon and shoot you with it. And he shoots the cannon, and uh, Leo ducks down <laughs> in his shell. It blows the, the top off of the, the bell prison. I love being a turtle. I love being a turtle, and hey, look, it's Don King. Yeah. <clears throat> because Niranagi comes up, and he's got, you know, big frizzy Don King hair. How do you feel about this ducking in the shell thing? Dude, they, they use it in every movie. At least once. Yeah. I don't remember it in the second one at all. Really? No, they they use it in the second one for sure. And they definitely use it in the first one. Yeah, because that's one of the ways they do that, and usually they'll work in the line, I love being a turtle. Maybe it's just the the fact that these costumes are so horrible that it just looks like garbage. <laughs> well, there's, it's a very good possibility. Here's that. <laughs> um, We're not, so yeah, oh, he, the best part, this is the line coming up where... Leo says to, I think he says to Walker, "We're not demons. We're turtles, friend." <laughs> the hell is that? Uh, Cappuccino? What? Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Again, so many great lines. But now we go um, to the undoing of Walker. You mean great lines? Come on. <laughs> back to uh, back to New York, though, um, for a second, because. Casey Jones at this point is like, all right, they're going to probably come back soon. They're go- and so we Let's need to start gathering up. Yeah, I we got to leave the bar. This the this scene especially was just kind of shoehorned in so they could fit in more music to put on the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. Yes. That was featured heavily in the promotion of this movie. It was released as a single from the soundtrack for this movie. They're calling Uh-oh. me about it right now to tell me all about it. Yes, I'm talking about Tarzan Boy. Oh. Leave me alone. You somehow answered it before it stopped ringing. No, I had impressive. call display and I was yelling at the call. To, I was yelling at the phone. <laughs> okay. Because I knew it was them calling me to say, make sure you mention our song because it hasn't been popular in 30 years. Well, it's not going to be popular for the next 30 years there either. There you go. So, but yeah, they, they're they in the bar and this song is playing on the jukebox. Yeah. And then, and then Casey Joe here, this is the only acknowledgement of the space-time continuum. Because Casey Jones, they're playing on the arcade and stuff, and they're dancing. And Casey Jones says, man, this might really mess up the past. <laughs> the one time they the mention o- it through the entire movie. <laughs> the only person in the entire movie who is concerned with the t- fabric of time and space is a vigilante who wears a hockey mask and beats up people with a goalie stick. Yep. All right. It makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Casey fucking Jones is the voice of scientific reason. 
That should be in every turtle movie ever. Casey Jones. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Casey fucking Jones is the voice of reason and science. I will say uh, that if we ever geez. start t- selling t-shirts, that's going to be the first one. I'll take two. <laughs> I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Yeah, so he mentions that, and again, it's the only time it's ever mentioned. So, uh, back in Japan, we get the final uh, thing with Walker, mm-hmm. and like we said... Like, Who is uh, now absolutely... can't go anywhere without his birds. Forgets them twice. Yes. Yeah, and goes back for them at the risk of peril. Twice. Yes. Yeah, um, be, and that proves to be his undoing. Thankfully, so, okay, here's, here's the, the thing. So, murder. he has a scepter... He has his scepter. He throws it in the air. There is a shitload of stuff that happens while it's in the air. Yeah, he must have used all of his might to throw it up that high. He's a Terminator. <laughs> he has <laughs> <Yeah>. to be. <laughs> because it's in the air, and like he has like three lines. They go, whoa, for a while. Uh, Japan Jones runs over to his spot, and the scepter <laughs> is still in the air. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Mikey catches it. Um, before before it lands and smashes, almost falls Walker, off the roof. Walker grabs his bird. Wait, oh, that's <laughs> no, he doesn't right. grab the bird. No, he tries to. He tries to grab his bird. Yeah, <laughs> he tries to grab his bird, and then Japan Jones decides to turn on him with a cannon that just happens to be loaded and pointed in the correct yeah. direction. Yeah, at the pole. <laughs> At the pole, <laughs> and Walker See, is thrown into the water. Amazing death scene, by the way. Yes. Oh no! But here's the thing: if he would have just went down the damn rope the first time, he'd been fine. He would have been fine. But no, we came back up for that fucking bird, and then went back down. And yeah, no, that, which that, again, not well established. No, no, it's absolutely convenient. If they had, if they had made a little more to do about him uh, being so protective of his bird. Uh, for the entire movie, you know, where he just I'm like ten years old talks yeah. about his bird and that he loves his bird and he's constantly you know <laughs> stroking his bird and, and <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I was gonna go there, but yeah, no, they mentioned it once in the entire movie until the end when he goes back to rescue the damn birds twice. Yeah, right. Oh, guys, remember this? Uh, well, just pretend we talked about it earlier. <laughs> Do you get a fantastic line from Donatello? Bungee jumping without a cord. Uh, yeah, Donatello me. makes light of the fact this guy just died. Yep. yep. A very... I know it's a villain, but still. <laughs> I don't think they did that when, like, Shredder died in the first one. Spoiler Well, actually, no. One. Uh, yeah, they did. Casey. <gasps> Whoops! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. And then he the crushes him. Garbage can. Garbage can! <laughs> I don't know. Let's not. Uh... Let's not start talking about better movies during this movie. I haven't actually. I haven't listened to that podcast yet, but I'm excited to because I love that movie. It's pretty great. I love that movie. Well, you must like the first one then too, because it's yep. basically both movies. It's basically it's the, same the exact thing. same yeah. movie, just a couple different things. Um. So this. So the turtles are finally scot free here. They've got yeah. their scepter and they're ready Walker's to go back. Dead. But Mikey, we didn't really talk about this too much, but Mikey kind of wants to get down with Mitsu. Yes. Which is again disturbing. <laughs> Teenage. Well, here's the thing: they are anthropomorphic. I mean, they are turtles, but they are, you know, human too, to an extent. Yeah. So, I mean, they have the 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 legs and arms and movement. I'm guessing, you know, because they have sentience, the thought processes of humans. 
So could it could it then be posited that he is uh, stuck between two worlds, neither man nor turtle? Yeah, but he's still a turtle. So needless to say, <laughs> physically, bow wow, right? You know, Come but I, 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 I think that if we try hard enough, guys, we can get into the more as the philosophical areas of of what it really means to be human, to be man, uh, in regards to this movie, Teenage Ninja Turtles three. Again, I just okay, go back so... to bow chicka bow wow. Okay, so Nathan, let's say that you are this Japanese woman. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Are you Name Mitsu? The, 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 uh, yeah, you're Mitsu, and this bye bye, giant Cowboy. mutant turtle is like kind of want to hit that. Well, I'm not talking about it from her st- perspective. I'm talking about it from Michelangelo's perspective, oh where he's neither turtle nor man. He is trans species. He's something. This is the most. This is unfortunate <laughs> for everyone. This is amazing. Come I on. I think we've brought up the idea of trans species before, too. In another, I don't know what episode. Uh, it was. This is the third time, and just in this one episode. <laughs> you know, well, that, that was interspecies. Oh, that right. was interspecies. Right, uh, right. so trans. We mentioned trans species on something else. Like it's really interspecies it erotica, fucko. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, so he wants to stay. She's like, uh, no, I've got, like, a human guy I want to bang. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, not, not, not too many, not, not, not into guys who, you know, fertilize eggs. But here's nests. the thing. He could have stayed. I don't want to get warts. <laughs> if April took the scepter, yep. he would have came back, but Mikey could have stayed there. Just, but the, there the, just would have been a Japanese guy There would have been York. some random Japanese guy in New York. Yeah. That's, that's actually right, because, yeah, April is the one that switched with Kenshin. Yeah, yeah. So um, they would have just been short stayed. one of one of those emperors or whatever emperor guards, <laughs> the soldiers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I don't think um, anyone would have missed. They probably all thought they were dead, anyways. True. <laughs> I mean, we've already fucked with the space time continuum <laughs> at length. Well, who really cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they could have made the fourth one about the turtles going back to Japan to get Mikey out or something. Actually, there's sure. something like that in the TMNT because then they go get Leo in the jungle or something. Yes, yeah. but that they didn't have to travel across space and time to do that. It, it's similar, <laughs> anyways. But everybody gets, everybody does get back. Yes. Oh, yeah. I but don't. not before a little tease first, though. Right, because they don't think Mikey made it. Yeah, yeah. And so then I, the, the and he oh, didn't ahead. actually because the uh, the Japanese guy runs away with the scepter, climbs up the climbs up the ladder. Yeah, but Mikey just happened to be holding it, so. Yeah, but I do have something to say about uh, when they come back. Okay, the clothes. <laughs> because the turtles weren't wearing the uniforms, that's fine, right? But one guy comes back in Mikey shorts. Yes, and uh, oh my god, what is it? Ken Kenshin. 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 He comes back in his uh, normal Japanese gear. It's not cut. I <laughs> did not notice that. It was not cut. It was not. Yeah. not trimmed so to April the, specifics. Uh, so they must have filmed that scene, you know, before she cut everything up. But yeah, it, he comes it was back in the shorts. Wildly inconsistent. Oh my god, that's one word for it. <laughs> it would have been great if one of them. It doesn't matter what character, but they came back and they got their regular clothes back, and they were like, eh, "It's kind of swampy in here." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Might as well. I mean, we're cracking jokes about everything. Like, just... yeah. Yep. Might as well give us a poopy underwear joke. So it must have been from the first thing because she came over with the Walkman. He must yeah. have been able to bring the shorts with him. Like, yeah, because one person yeah, the can shorts bring went one back, extra I guess, thing, I yeah, guess. Yeah, non-organic material. <laughs> it would have been great if he went back to Japan with the jeans and the leather jacket. 
<laughs> oh. They were just like, demon! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so Kenshin goes back to Japan, and he makes out with uh, Mitsu, and everything's all hunky-dory. Daddy Deer shows up. Make it awkward. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, so I'm guessing, like, in Japan, what they've done is, like, they've kind of united them, because Norinaga kind of falls to his knees and, like, bows... So I'm not really sure what that what happens. I think he's seen the error of his ways. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's because he's, he's sort of the villain, but not really. Right. He's just been led astray he's by the, the filthy Englishman. He's a tweener. He is the he's Scott Scott Levy of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If anyone gets that, that's not into wrestling. I will be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. So yeah, they're back. The turtles are back, and uh, Mikey's very upset, but Splinter. Uh, cheers him up by doing an Elvis Presley impression with the lampshade and also killing his credibility at the same time. <laughs> Which was what? The second or the third time that that joke went on? That movie. Oh, what, the, 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 Elvis the, Elvis Elvis, the Elvis joke. It was a... Because oh. Mikey did it earlier. Well, I think that's yeah. why Splinter was doing uh, it. Okay. it was well, just, yeah, but uh, it's like... What, was it the second or the third? It was the, that would, also, I think that was the second Elvis one. Okay. Also, 1993, the kids love Elvis jokes. Elvis, Blue Hawaii. Yeah. Like, you know, all the kids were like, oh, that's my favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) What a great reference to make for us. Very, uh, very age appropriate. (laughs) Yeah. Elvis in Blue Hawaii. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's exactly what he says. Oh, God. So everything is good. Mikey's back. We get back. some more line and, you know, dancing turtles. Yeah, we get some line dancing just as we entered the film. That's how we leave the film. Full circle. Hey, Teenage Mutant they- Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. Oh man, all these wrestling news sites are terrible. What's the matter, young lad? Ah, Mother Superior! No, don't hit me! Uh, I I mean, I I can't find a good wrestling news site. A good wrestling news site? What's... What's so good about a good wrestling news site anyway? Well, I just need a place where I could get all the, the backstage news and rumors and scoop. All right. Don't hit me. I listen. left the orphanage a while ago. All right, listen, Billy's younger brother. I'm not going to hit you this time. Oh, thank you. But I will tell you about a great wrestling news site. Okay. It's, it's, it's not terrible like the last one, right? It's not terrible like the last one. It's called WrestlingNewsWorld.com. You can get all the latest wrestling news, spoilers, results, all the news from all over the wrestling world. That sounds great. No, yeah. it, yes, but you know what? what? It's not going to sound great if you still if you keep up with that mouth of yours. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, again, I left the orphanage a while ago. Uh, if you don't leave, I'm going to tell my parents. I have legal precedent over thirty-seven states. Get back here! No! Oh, stop hitting me! <laughs> WrestlingNewsWorld.com
So the next movie, if they would have done one, probably just would have been one giant dance montage. <laughs> I hope so. Hour and a half of just the turtles dancing and Splinter with a lampshade on his head. Oh, man. So before we get into our poetry, Nathan. Oh, hold on just a second. What? <laughs> oh, yes, the low haiku. But we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Whilst watching the credits, or some of the credits anyways, oh, okay. I noticed that there was an actor or somebody involved, I think it was Michelangelo, uh, named Robbie Wrist. For some oh, reason, it. has their yeah. name registered as a trademark? <laughs> yes! The With little, little R, R right? circle. Yeah, exactly. That, <laughs> I didn't get that. So was he played by a product? He I, must have been. Maybe. Is, I don't know, man. Is Robbie oh. Wrist like a doll? <laughs> <laughs> now in stores. Robbie Wrist. He, was he like, did he think, did he not understand and think that if he didn't register his name, people could just take it? <laughs> <laughs> I better copyright my name so no one else. <laughs> yeah, I know who I, he I is, right? No, so strange too. He's cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. Okay, that's Robbie Wrist. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so I can't say I'm super trademark. familiar with that show. I do know it's the story of a lovely lady <laughs> and a man, and a man named, Brady. named Brady, right? <laughs> and I think they were raising uh, some children, right? And uh, they might have a hair of gold. Like their mother. I think the youngest one was in curls. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, anyway. Yeah, it's yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, perform some poetry right now. It's time for a little uh low haiku. Yes, the uh, the low haiku uh, here on uh, what were they uh, thinking? It's um it's a, it's a poetry corner moment for us here. Um yeah. It's uh, one of our one of our favorite favorite parts. It's it's, it's really really quite exhilarating. <laughs> yes, and uh, Nathan, would you like to start, or would you like to finish tonight? I I, I believe I, I will I will go second this time. Very well. I just realized I asked you if you would like to finish tonight, and it sounded weird. Kind of kind of dirty, but it's NPR, so nobody ever notices that thing. So here we go. Uh, low haiku, seventeen syllables. Turtles in Japan. Bad time travel science. Bestiality. Okay. <laughs> and I don't care how snap? controversial that is. Can if you am want. I, am I supposed to like? Yeah. Am I supposed to snap now? <laughs> what are we at a? What are we at a? Uh, um, a beatnik bar or something? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it is, you know, Poetry, it, it is, well, it's, it's, it's a haiku, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, next, up, uh, next up to the stage is uh, Nathan with his low haiku. <clears throat> Turtles, Shogun 3. Time travel is a bad mess. Casey Jones, best part. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, nope. <laughs> Casey Jones, not Japan Jones. <laughs> right, Casey. Yes, modern yeah. Elias Coteus. I wish I would have known about this because I would have came up with something. Oh, oh, it's all good. We don't put the onus on our uh, guests to do this. <laughs> you want to free? If you want to freestyle nope. something right now, no, I'm good. It's five seven all right. five. It's all it is. I'm not that smart. Okay, <laughs> I just want to say. Um, <laughs> Okay, guys, before we get to the Rotten Tomatoes section of our <laughs> podcast, Nathan alluded to something that we... Oh, yeah, Nathan alluded to something we have to play. 
for you all. And this is you want me to this set this is, up, or do you want to just play you, it? You know what? Yeah, just 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 give us a little a little setup for this. Okay. So at the the peak of the popularity for the Ninja Turtles, uh, there was a touring show called Coming Out of Our Shells, which was a oh. uh, a rock and roll extravaganza. And when I say that, I mean an absolute cash grab with people in turtle costumes uh, pretending to play musical instruments to a, a backtrack. Um, <laughs> while this was while this was happening, uh, they the turtles appeared on the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> And uh, someone had mentioned something about, like, uh, the turtles and, and how they feel towards uh, April. And Michelangelo, uh, again, the audience is filled with parents and their kids because <laughs> the Ninja Turtles are going to be on Oprah. Michelangelo says, I've uh, often broached the subject of a possible interspecies relationship with uh, April. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's listen to the clip. It's, uh, hearing is believing. Here mm-hmm. we go. Guys, let me ask you this. Do you sometimes wish that April was a turtle? Oh, Conceptually, that works for me. You know, I... Mean, <laughs> <laughs> Where well, you going? Oprah, I'm going to crack myself up. <laughs> Oprah, I've been trying to talk her into an interspecies relationship for months now. Whoa, wait, <laughs> man. And she won't do it. She huh? can't no, hold her breath No, she can't do it. The biggest problem is she can't hold her breath long enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> She can't hold her breath long enough. And you know what? As as fun as the audio is, if you get a chance, look it up on YouTube because they actually show the faces of some of the children in the audience while this whole exchange (laughs) is happening. And I I believe there's a couple who are just like, what is going on? (laughs) They look like they were... I can't even talk because I've got it paused right now and I can see their faces. (laughs) And they look like their whole world has just come crashing down. I don't think I've actually ever seen the clip of it, just the audio. So I'm going to have to go home and find it because that's just... All you you have to search is TMNT Oprah. It's like a 45 second clip and it's so (laughs) glorious. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch. Oh, the, the, and the, the fun little thing is that that that, uh, that whole coming out of their shells tour thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the shredder, of course, is the villain uh, during the stage show, and uh, he hates music so much so that he sings a song about how much he hates music. Logic <laughs> as, with choreography and and backing tracks and logic. everything. Yep. It's all logic. <laughs> oh man, as one would. Right. <laughs> yes. So, guys, definitely seek that out. Um, but right now, I want to I want to let everyone know: don't take our word for it. Don't take our word for it. This movie, oh, mm-hmm. the on the on the tomatoes. Uh, it's no. not the worst movie we've reviewed, but it's definitely one of the ones yeah. where the critics and the audience are very much in line. Twenty-one percent uh, tomato meter with the critics and thirty-three percent audience score. Yeah. That seems generous to me. Thirty-three so, is very generous. So Nathan, I'll tell. Or I've already told Nathan. I'll tell you. I had an argument with my friend or with the, my coworker. About how three was better than two. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think about that? Because we we had an argument for about fifteen minutes. I would have to say the 
I, I, I would rather watch number two more. However, I will say three has it over two in the fact that the turtles were allowed to use their weapons. Yeah, at least they're not hitting each other with coal cuts. Right. <laughs> if the turtles had been allowed to use their weapons in number two, it would be the superior movie, 100%. No questions yeah. asked. I'm just However, gonna... the inclusion oh, of Vanilla Ice makes it the better movie. <laughs> Thank you. I'm... If Vanilla Ice was in three, I, w- I would have been fine. Okay. You know yeah. what? I don't really care for either that much. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Well, I know, but we're... <laughs> it's like we're... <laughs> Debate, Brendan. Which really, what's worse, uh, you know, a, a, a turd sandwich or a turd taco? I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you if I had to choose, I would say this one is worse because I will say yes. this is one of the few movies I I watched for this podcast. I was and and that I was like consistently annoyed, <laughs> like just like ugh, yes, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, from minute what... one to minute like whatever felt like a hundred and ninety. <laughs> Yeah, because what did I say to you last night? Uh, it hurt me to watch this movie. That's what I messaged Nathan last night. It yeah. hurt me. Yeah, and and I I, I it does. I, I would say it it hasn't held up well over time, but as a kid, oh. it didn't hold up well for me to begin with. <laughs> no, it hasn't gotten any better or any worse. It's still mm-hmm. at that same level. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's get into these reviews. So, like you said, twenty one percent. Uh, critics, thirty-three percent audience. So here's the first one. Um, this is this is my favorite one because it's just very blatant and to the point. Uh, it's from Stephen Hunter of the Baltimore Sun. <clears throat> really stupid. All right, <laughs> curtain to the point. Well, I, I John Hartle from the Seattle Times has one here that says less amateurish than the 1990s original, less embarrassing than its 1991 sequel falls with its mind-boggling vanilla ice ninja rap number best part of the movie uh this may be the easiest installment in the series for parents to sit through i wow doubt that i disagree strongly with that yes because even though my dad was like all right i gotta take you guys to the movies because you can't go on your own when this when the first one came out i he legitimately enjoyed the first ninja turtles movie Mm-hmm. Because it was well made. It was. Yeah, I mean, I like again. I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> you need to watch it. You do. Oh my God. What were you I thinking? feel like I feel like even though you guys are saying it's well made, I still feel like any of the three of those movies we could still easily do on this show. You know what I mean? I no, I, I, we because honestly, we could definitely do the second one. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Except uh, for Vanilla Ice, can't mention him. But the the <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about the biggest part of the movie. The first one is so good. I remember being as a kid, I, I saw the movie in theaters, and I was like, "This is so different than the show," because I was all about the cartoon. But I was uh, I was I think I was about ten or eleven at the time, and uh, of course, because the movie came out, a bunch of the books and stuff got reissued as collections. Yeah. So I bought one of the one of the collections, and I'm reading it. And I'm like, oh, that was in the movie. That was in the movie too. <laughs> oh, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. There's you would enjoy the first one. You would. I would yeah, hope so. Anyways. Really, really would. Because if not, I'd have to smack you the next time I see you. Yes. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Um, this one's from, uh, Leonard, uh, Clady or Clady, I don't know how you pronounce it, but from, uh, Variety, he says, uh, a decided case of diminishing returns. That's, uh, that's understatement of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, People Magazine said the comic book and animated incarnations of the Turtles remain far funnier and more inventive. Oh, that's a positive review? No, it's a negative one. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> are there are um, there any positive reviews? I have a positive um, review for you. Okay. Have, wow. This is from Janet Maslin of the New York Times, which this is kind of crazy because she's usually... Uh, and now you might say, oh, who the hell's Janet Maslin? I see her name all the time when, like, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, she's usually one of the top critics. And she's pretty harsh on most movies, so this is crazy. <laughs> it's a positive review. It's not glowing, but she says, The turtles themselves are better natured than ever, and even nicely mellowed. What? They're mellowed? I think she's drunk. I, I think that she is, uh, at the time, was probably a parent uh, who didn't get this whole ninja fighting thing. Why does everything have to be so violent? But, or someone, but you know, paid but her off. I would, I would argue they're the least mellow in this movie. No. You you need to see the first one, You Brandon. really do. No, it but is, I'm talking about... There is about... a very hard edge in that first movie. I'm not talking about that, though. I'm saying, like, they're obnoxious in this movie. Oh, no, oh, yeah. I don't think that's... I don't feel that that's what she's getting at. It's not the obnoxiousness of their, of their, their delivery and how ham-fisted everything is. I think she's talking about how... Um, angry the turtles are because Raph is like hardcore <laughs> pissed off in that first movie. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I do have a positive one here. Um, this is from the, from Apollo guide. Uh, Kurt, I will not pronounce his last name because I will murder it. Achieves a degree of grace, goofiness, and agreeability that can often be lost in the serious drudgery of everyday life. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know who you are, but I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so that was Turtles Three. Uh, before we go any further, I just want to—I want to thank uh, Dame Malcolm Wallace. <laughs> so nice of you to take time out of your royal schedule. To be uh, here. I hate you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been I, fun. I understand you turned down an afternoon with uh, Sir Ian McKellen, so that's very nice of you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and, <sighs> yeah. What? Oop. What was that? Oh, my phone's going off here. Uh, I was hearing okay. things. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll, um, before we start, before we plug our stuff, uh, actually, Malco, do you have anything you want to plug? Like what? Like your radio show? Oh, like yeah. Your radio show that you that. are co-host of? <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, co-host of Rope to Rope, which is an well, online radio show about wrestling, independent wrestlers, professional wrestlers, pay-per-views, although don't compare to some people's videos. <laughs> um, yeah, we're on Twitter at Rope to Rope, Facebook Rope to Rope. That's about it. Where can people high. listen to your show? Uh, rope to Rope.net and Local 107.3 FM, although we are on a break until March at the moment. Okay. You guys but, playing like retro like, I don't know what they're doing, do you have, honestly. Do you have an archive on your website? On our website, download? I believe, is the archive, but I'm in the process of archiving all 400 episodes to YouTube. Okay. Excellent. God, all that's right. a lot of work. Um, so let's t- we'll, we'll talk about uh, our next movie, a little Hinsky. Well, let me... Can I, can I plug? Well, I would, let me give the Hinsky first, and then we'll okay, plug. Okay, fine. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> so here's your hint. Um, the next movie we'll be covering, I will say, um, Walker in a Half Shirt. That's what? It. Walker in a Half w- Shirt. Walker in a Half Shirt? Yep. 
I, oh, it's that, probably that, that Chuck Norris Beach Bunny movie that everybody's talking about. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Chuck <laughs> Norris and the Beach Bunnies. <laughs> Playboy Party with Chuck Norris. That's the next one. It's so much sex and violence and manliness. <laughs> uh, and running Texas as its own separate entity. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's your that's your clue, guys. Walker in a half shirt. All right, go ahead. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, well, he uh, he wouldn't be here today to do this uh, because apparently he got into some sort of Twitter war with you, Brendan. I don't know what you're uh, talking about. But uh, uh, Montrose Monkington the Third has sent along to me to say uh, to check out his uh, Facebook page, Montrose Monkington uh, the Third Esquire and Friends. Uh, you can also check out Montrose Monkington TV on youtube uh the christmas special you know what christmas has passed but little christmas is coming up so you're still the right time to watch the christmas special uh there was also a video that dropped where uh, he was ex- he had a new friend shelly who told him all about minecraft and then uh you can also follow him on twitter uh, at um uh, montrose the third number three rd uh, on Twitter. So, yeah, Montrose Monkington III, uh, our British monkey pal who is uh, currently fighting with myself and apparently Brendan. Uh, he was only nice enough to send copy. Thank you. More later. I love that guy. It's a great... Yeah. Here's the thing. I, I find him entertaining. However, oh, as yeah. a person, interacting with him, he can be quite rude. Not to me. Well... I have nothing but, you know... It's because you're always making out with him. Yeah, that might be it. <sighs> I, um... I'll plead the fifth on this one, guys. <laughs> My lawyer says it's better if I don't discuss it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Before I plug, I just want to mention, like, I just saw something right now, and it, it made me, it, it gave me a good internal laugh. We were, When we were looking at the Rotten Tomatoes thing, mm-hmm. um, you know how Rotten Tomatoes says, people who like this movie also liked these movies? <laughs> right. Oh, God. Do you know the, did you know the <laughs> ones that are up there? I just want to, I want to read a few of them. <laughs> It says people who liked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 might also like Mikhail's Navy, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, Oh my God. Blues Brothers 2000, Major League Back to the Minors, Krippendorf's Tribe, oh my God. And, and I Spy. <laughs> okay, I love all those movies except for the last two. So yeah. <laughs> Basically, any of those could be on our show. <laughs> yes, yes, any of them could be. I do enjoy Mikhail's Navy for the sole fact Bruce Campbell's in it. <laughs> Wait a second, Blues Brothers 2000 you're on board for? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a terrible... Uh, terrible taste in movies. Terrible taste in movies, yeah. So you can follow us on Twitter at WWTT Podcast. Uh, we're also on Facebook, of course. Just look up what were they thinking. Uh, we're on all the podcatchers, obviously. Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, uh, Pocket Cast, uh, Al Jazeera Network. Um, human Sentipod. Human Sentipod. I always forget that one. Um, it's weird that they're willing could. to carry all our other episodes too, not well, just it, about the, Human Centipede. It's not even that. It's the, the the nice thing about the Human Centipod one is that they're all the, uh, chains all of our episodes together, so you just watch them from Kisser to Keister the oh. entire way through. Oh man, I don't think you could have came up with that any better. Oh, Kisser to Keister might be our first shirt, actually. <laughs> <laughs> No illustrations on that one though. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's our that's our stuff. Um again, I'm gonna thank Dame Malcolm Wallace again. Thank you for joining us. 
Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. This has been uh, quite the experience. Yeah, I'm glad you were able to watch Turtles 3 again. Um, having said that, I do have some questions for you, Nathan. Do you? I do. Okay. Um, in a movie mm-hmm. where they decided that, despite it not actually saving money, they uh, they went in a different direction than uh, Jim Henson for the costumes. <laughs> right. right? In, in a movie where everyone in feudal Japan, every Japanese person in feudal Japan, talks, speaks in English... To each other. Mm-hmm. Um, in a well, they movie... were trading with the English at the time, so don't forget. <laughs> right, but to each other. Right. <laughs> in a movie where Michelangelo thinks that Stuart Wilson looks like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> in a movie that where turtle boners are referenced. And in a movie that just hurt so much. Right. I just have to ask. What's that, Brendan? What were they thinking? It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love your movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven At eilfm.podbean.com Hi, I'm Ellen, and I'm scared we exist in the Matrix. I'm Jaslyn, and I'm bad at ad-libbing. <laughs> and you're listening to... High, High Expectations. Expectations! The promo. For our international listeners, you can appreciate our cute New Zealand accents. For our local listeners, you might bump into us in the street three times in the same hour. Our podcast is about pop culture, sexuality, relationships, interesting hobbies, banter, and ragging on each other. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or anywhere you might like to find podcasts. Yay! Please subscribe. Goodbye! Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popbean.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hi, I'm Phil. Oh. Did, did someone just did someone just sign off of AOL? I'm Paul. I really don't have a lot on this. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is rolling off the rails real quick. And I'm Dennis. I, I am so guys. mixed up today. Just don't even listen to me anymore. And together we are. Voltron. Voltron. Well. No, not Voltron. 
We are Useless Debates in Pop Culture, a weekly... Or we at least try to be. ...podcast that allows you to pick the winner. <laughs> ding, ding. ding. By no means the a lamp. internet strikes again. Yeah, for sure. We will debate anything. So if you want to hear debates on such useless topics as best Val Kilmer role, Tombstone, Tombstone, or best movie soundtrack, American Graffiti, or the most successful former boy band member, JT, then tune into our show. Your podcast is so well named. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play. And our website, uselessdebate.com. All right, there we go. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs>